Hey everyone, welcome to what is going to be a very special episode of Being Earnest. Gosh, they are all so special in their own little way. I know, I know. Have you learned anything about earnestness? Yeah. (laughs) Everything is special and everything happens for a reason. Uh, (laughs) I'm Josh. I'm Paula. We're the co-hosts of Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast, which you're listening to right now. But we are also the co-creators of No Wrong Answers, Non-Burning Questions to Kick Off Conversations, the hit conversation card game. Sweeping the nation. Yes. Coast to coast. (laughs) Space ghost, coast to coast. (laughs) (laughs) And so since this episode is coming out on Groundhog Day, Mm Mm-hmm. And the entire last calendar year has felt like Groundhog Day. One big old Groundhog Day, baby. We thought we might shake it up a little bit and do something a little bit different this week. So instead of a topic and a full episode, um, we are going to play a couple of cards from No Wrong Answers and just kind of absolutely sniff our own farts in the process. And I want to be really clear for people wondering, the reason we're doing this is not because we forgot to prepare a different episode. Oh, no, we don't prepare. No, no, no. (laughs) It's not because we both went, oh, okay, let's just play the game. It's not that. No, it's... The rumors are flying, but that's what it is. But it's not that. It's not that we were cranky in a a bad mood and didn't feel creative at all. It's not that Josh logged in and his first thing he said was, I'm in a bad mood today. (laughs) The reason is that No Wrong Answers is back available for order online. So if you got a copy in our first pre-order, thank you so much. If you have not gotten one or you played it or you found us through the card game, welcome. Hi. It's available again. It's not pre-order this time. You just order it and you get the freaking game. Yep. Amazing. Just like a real store. (laughs) (laughs) You can get it from Foresighted. If you want to support a local Chicago store, it's still available. Go check it out there. Or you can get it directly from the website, nowronganswersgame.com. You can get it directly there. You can order it online. And I'm I'm asking, I'm pleading, I'm begging. I'm saying Josh and I had to pay for all these up front. So we would love it if you bought a game. Yeah, I'd love to be financially solvent at (laughs) least some point in 2021. Um, So we thought today that, so Josh and I have never actually played no wrong answers together. We like created the card game. I played it once in an interview about the card game and I have not played it since. Uh, so we've never played it together. So we thought it'd be fun to play it together. Yes. Especially because everyone keeps asking anytime I have the cards, they keep asking, well, what's the answer? And first and foremost, there are no wrong answers. So any answer it is right in the title people. Yeah. I'm saying there's no wrong answers. But to ask for the correct answer, you found the loophole that is the wrong answer. Yeah, exactly. There's only one wrong answer, and it's that there's a right answer. And you discovered it. Yeah. And the second piece is we wrote the questions. We didn't think about the answers. No. I haven't thought about the answers to these whatsoever. We didn't even sit down and, like, write them together. Like, we both threw them in and then went over them. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, can I, can I make the special announcement? Please. Folks, if you're listening to this week's episode of Being Earnest, then guess what? We have a present for you. A new car. (laughs) Just kidding. We have a discount code for you. Um, So if you go to NoWrongAnswersGame.com, you use the promo code POD10. Mm -hmm. 
then you're going to get yourself 10% off. Uh, so, so take advantage of that. Definitely. It's a great gift. It's great for awkward Zoom calls. It's great for family calls. It's great to just have something different to talk about with your friends who you've been talking to for the last year. Do you feel like we're on QVC right now? I do. I feel like we're on QVC. I feel like I'll be like, when I wear these diamonds, I feel like I'm wearing nothing at all. <laughs> I ha- I saw someone had a really hot take that was Instagram is just QVC, mm. but prettier. And I was like, that's fair. I that's- just get served ads about ways to improve my apartment. I When we said QVC, I just had a flashback, a flashback in my brain to being a small child and... um. I had a, a TV in my room because a child of the nineties sure. and like staying up really late. Cause I didn't have a timer on it on weekends. So it was like, I was like, I got to watch TV till my eyes bleed. And I would get so excited once I got to 1130 PM because that's when the home shopping network had the porcelain dolls hour. <laughs> and I would just lay there in my little kid bed, watching the porcelain doll hour. I think just in my head, kind of pretending like I was playing with the dolls. Isn't that the most sad only child shit you've ever heard? Yes, I want to pretend to play with dolls that would break if I actually played with them. That doll has beautiful hair. I would name her Morgan. Yeah. (laughs) Look at her dewy alabaster skin. (laughs) It's so sad. Okay, Josh, do you want to draw the first card? Sure. Um... All right, I'm closing my eyes, and I'm grabbing something from the middle of the deck, and I have chosen. All right. This one's a just a question question. Um, If you have never played before, there are different categories of questions. This one's just an open question. After a freak accident slash bug bite slash cosmic event, you become your town's newest superhero. Finally. What's your excuse when people start to notice you disappear whenever there's crime to fight? Ooh, I was going to say that's a good one, but like, of course it is. We wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) What is my excuse when I disappear? Um, I think I would just say there's something wrong with my teeth. Oh, that's so specific. Right? Well, so here's the, here's the thing is that like, my gut, my gut on this, and this is going to end up being a pun, is that I was going to go with IBS, another kind of health-related, like yeah. bodily function-related thing. Yeah. Like I'm willing to, if I know that I'm like, you know, Hyperman or whatever, and I can save the yeah, city, no, Hyperman, for Hyperman, sure. yeah, from the, you know, the Goblin <laughs> King who keeps trying to come up from the the bowels of. Um, What's the what's whack lower whacker drive and he keeps trying to like I have, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. I'm I'm creating a fiction where I'm the okay, superhero. Yeah, I was gonna say I it sounded like you were referencing something and I was like smiling, nodding along, dead no, behind. I just mean eyes. that here in Chicago, yeah. Lower whacker drive. Oh yeah, the real place. Yeah, yeah, the real place. Like it's where they filmed a bunch of the like Batman chase scenes in the tunnels yeah. and things like that. The GPS goes out when you're down there, when you have Google Maps. It's a mess. Mm-hmm. It's really scary to drive in. That's where I imagine the fictional supervillain, the Goblin King, lives. Okay. But whenever I have to go fight the Goblin King, I'm okay taking constantly. I'm okay taking the flack that it's like to my coworkers, they're like, Ugh, Josh is a real poopy boy. Like Josh just always ends up in the bathroom for like three hours and he comes back really sweaty and all cut up. 
Okay. First off, I'm telling you, if I was a superhero, I am not keeping a day job. <laughs> well, but you're not no getting paid for it. I don't work. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but you bring up a good point here. And I don't mean to get away from your answer, which was teeth as well, which is a very specific body part. I have, no, it's, it's, I have a teeth thing. You have a teeth thing? Yeah. So, like, you have to go to the dentist? No, you just say, I have a teeth thing. You don't want to give them too much information. You know, but, like if you say, if you say like something really specific, like, I'm sorry, like IBS, I'm not saying it's a wrong answer, but I'm saying like something really specific, you're giving people too much of a visual in their mind. And you also can't say I had a thing. So you got to be a little vague, but a little specific. And I'm sorry, I have a teeth thing is the perfect answer because no one knows what it means. They can't argue it because you also can't see if you have a teeth thing. So I would argue that it's actually too specific. So I think for me, for if I can defend IBS for a moment. Sure. <laughs> sure defend IBS all you want. <laughs> it's, um, it's yucky. So no one wants to follow up on it. It's specific. It's a thing that a normal person would have. Mm-hmm. And it's yucky. So no one wants to follow up. If you say, I have a teeth thing. My reaction is actually to follow up and be like, what? Because it's so weird. It's such a weird sentence. And my brain my brain does that like record scratch. And then like my head tilts to the side a little bit. And I'm like, hold on. I need to know more about this. And at least I'm going to be, the thing is, I'm going to be thinking about it. So like if Polly keeps having a teeth thing, I'm going to be like, it's going to be in my mind versus if I'm thinking about how Josh is really like has very explosive diarrhea all the time. I don't want that in my brain. No, I, you know what? I think you're giving them, I think it's information that's now going to be stuck in my brain. I didn't ask for it. Grossed out. I would now be like, well, I want to fire him because he should not be talking about that at work. (laughs) Teeth thing. Innocent. (laughs) Could be a nickname. Like, you don't know. Am I talking about my teeth? Am I talking about a guy named teeth? I met. (laughs) Also, like, are you buying teeth? It could be so many different things. Yeah. If anything, I think you're a supervillain now. I'm teeth. Oh, sorry. I had a teeth thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it would also be funny if your superpower did have to do with eating or like you could eat any material. It was like, it Ooh, was chomping. Like a, a little like a wink and a nod. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine if they all did that? Like, hey, Batman. <laughs> Hey, Batman, where did... Hey, Bruce Wayne, that's who it is. Yeah. You mentioned they were like, hey, Bruce Wayne, where did you disappear off to when Batman showed up? And he's like, let's just say it involves an animal that sometimes can turn into a vampire. And everyone's like, well, he's Batman. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, like, would you say that I went dark? Night? Bat- Batman? Ba- Batman. <laughs> I had a tooth thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it works for every excuse. Where are the other drugs? Um, <laughs> you say like I had a tooth thing, and then you're like, "What do you mean?" I'd be like, "Oh, you know." Ah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I want to go back to the idea that if you were a superhero, you wouldn't work. Yeah. So I'm correct on that, right? Like you would not work either, right? Well, it depends. Like, are you doing endorsements as the superhero? 100%. Whatever gives me money. <laughs> okay, got it. I'm doing Slim Fast. I'm doing Pepsi <laughs> Cola. I'm doing a local mattress store. I'm going to be like, uh, Jennifer Aniston is the spokesperson for everything. 
I'm going to be the Jennifer Aniston of superheroes. Got it. Um, you are committing crimes, though. <laughs> you are like an illegal masked vigilante in terms of like there's not a superhero law yet. I mean, but I'm like good. <laughs> I mean, do you have to set up like Tooth Girl LLC at that oh, point? Yeah. Because then are you, but then you are working. You just don't have coworkers. I work for myself. Got it. You're self-employed. Superhero, I work for myself now. Got it. Got it. And the real problem there is that the government just keeps like absolutely stifling innovation because your taxes are just absurd. You know what I mean? I'm paying 26%. <laughs> well, but to be fair, you're getting that Pepsi money and that should go back to the community at a that certain is point true. that is true do you want that pepsi money to go to roads yeah right <laughs> i mean can you imagine there would be nothing more like have you ever worked a job where the whole time you're just thinking like this is kind of pointless like i could be doing something important right now you know there have been moments where i'm like you know i'm just like copying over a spreadsheet and i'm yeah. like no one's gonna answer these calls yes yes i'm thinking like my like early jobs you know when mm -hmm. i was working for like sketchy sketchy ass places <laughs> and i can't imagine anything worse than like sitting at a desk job thinking god damn it i could be saving an old lady's life right now i could be flying through the air right now you would just have no will you would be like there's no way i'm gonna try to hit those deadlines well do you those think deadlines don't matter do you think clark kent's actual passion was journalism yes yeah, I think I think in Clark Kent's case, his day I'm sorry, job. Who? <laughs> Clark Kent. Clark Kent. Kent Clark. Clark Kent. You said Clark Kent, and I was like, "Ooh." <laughs> I think Clark Kent's passion was journalism, and I think his day job was being Superman. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, he was like obviously born to be Superman. He was born on I want to say the planet of Kryptonite. Krypton, but whatever. That was pretty close. It was pretty, pretty good. close. Good job. So he was born into it. Like he knew what he was going to have to do. That was the family business. But then he came to earth and he was like, shit, I could report the news. That's awesome. He's like, those are the real heroes. <laughs> right. Exactly. I love the idea of being like, yeah, being like a, a full on superhero and just choosing not to, because you're like, yeah, no, my passion is crochet. <laughs> I actually really have a thing for digital innovation. Right, exactly. I really like leading leading agile workshops. <laughs> I bet Clark Kent kept getting demoted because they'd be like, there's a huge news story, go cover it. And then he couldn't cover it because he was there as Superman. And they'd be like, okay, well, next week you're covering the school board meeting. Which is why Spider-Man is such a relatable character because he's a photographer and he takes pictures of spider-man and so he's figured out a way to take pictures of himself but he's also like all of us he's just hustling he's like here's the thing i actually care about yeah but also i gotta make sure i snap a few pics for the day job so that, <laughs> so that i can you know keep that income coming because i'm an 18 year old kid with very impressive that he already has a job as a photographer though oh yeah for sure um okay you ready for the next one yes please Oh, guess what? What? I drew my favorite card. <laughs> I didn't even look for it. I just opened up the deck and there it was. Are you ready? This is my favorite card in the whole deck. 
You work at a haunted mansion, and it's time for the office holiday party. You get your boss, Dracula, for Secret Santa. Again. What gift under $25 do you get him? This is also my favorite card in the deck. Yes, I think the key to this question, if we can go behind the music for a little bit here, it's it's about close reading. That was the that was the transition music. What? Got it. It's about close reading. It's about reading every part of the question like it's a word problem. Yes, yes. Yeah. So you did get him before and he is also your boss. So there is a power dynamic there. Mm-hmm. Friend Dracula, there's a little bit more intimacy. Yeah, it's very different if like you and best friend coworker, like work husband Dracula, have yes. inside jokes. No, this is your boss. Yeah. You report to Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you getting him? And it's under $25, right? Under $25, yeah. Um, so my first instinct is a candle. Mm-hmm. Cause like, that's always like a, you know, innocuous. It feels like part of the season. If you're getting the Christmas gift for this Halloween themed. It's nice to have. I know people kind of like say that candles are cliche to give as a gift, but like every time I've gotten a candle as a gift, I'm like, I love this. A nice candle. I'm not buying that for myself. Right. And he's going to put it around his coffin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's part of the whole aesthetic. Yes. Yes, I agree. It just kind of like, but I mean, it may not be as personal, but maybe you can get like a scent that you know that he likes, like, I don't know, fresh blood or something like that. I was going to ask, well, it's your boss, so it doesn't have to be personal, you know? I don't know. I feel like when you have a, I feel like it has to be more personal than like you got random coworker. Like, let's say that like you and werewolf Joe aren't all that close like you work on different <laughs> projects and you're but you like yeah. you know you'll be friendly in the when you're on a zoom together or whatever like i feel like that one it's just like let me just get a random thing well let me ask you now fresh blood aside what candle flavor that exists mm-hmm. are you getting dracula let's say everything is different everything in your life is a little bit different like you're working at a haunted mansion monsters exist these monsters celebrate christmas like obviously that is all different, but most stuff in the world is the same. Well, of course they celebrate Christmas because it's the one true religion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, I would probably go with like a, like I'd want to figure out what wood his coffin is made of mm. and then go with something different because I'm sure he's getting all that. Like if it's like a cedar coffin, yeah, he's getting a lot of those cedar notes, but like maybe he's not getting a lot of birch or pine or things like that. I want to go right. with like a woody sort of, you know, maybe something that's evocative of the nighttime sky as he flies into the into the heavens as a bat. You know, something that maybe like a crisp scent. Yeah. 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 And then maybe I'll one. make like a crispness pun in there, too. That's really fun. That's really fun. That's a good one. Yeah. What about you? What are you getting your boss Dracula for under $25? Okay. So my go-to is always like a mug of some sort. Hmm. People like mugs. People like mugs. I like receiving a mug. I don't buy myself mugs, right? Mm-hmm. Now I am picturing Dracula, assuming he's a Dracula on the go. He doesn't necessarily have time to go for the next. Sure. I'm picturing he's showing up at work a lot with uh, like blood bank bags. <laughs> It's very like uh soylent. Yeah. Or like like he's really <laughs> yeah. Dracula's really cuz because he's a boss, he's really into like efficiency and optimization of his body and he like keeps a spreadsheet of like how he feels on a given day based on when he eats breakfast. 
Yes. So I think what I'm going to get Dracula is a nice, not a Yeti to go mug because those are a little expensive. Yeah. But I'm giving him the like Target version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those because it's good because you can have it for like, it's both for like the blood there, but also for like if he wants to have a drink in the park at yeah, night. It's good for that. I want one that's completely see through with a metal straw. So mm-hmm. you can't see that he's drinking blood. So he can kind of just, you know, use it as he wants. <laughs> I'm imagining like you do a park hang because, you know, it's still the pandemic um, and vampires can get COVID. Um, <laughs> that is canon. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yes, it's red vine. It's definitely red vine. <laughs> Wink. I also like the idea of him being like, I'm trying to make sure that I don't have harmful toxins in my body. <laughs> I'm really thinking about going only drinking the blood of people who are on keto. <laughs> uh, I prefer a paleo blood. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, I think I'm doing that. And guess what else I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to include in a little box mm-hmm. on top, you know, so I'm doing the, the, the mug wrapped on the big box, little box on top tied with a ribbon. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Guess what? What? It's a really good idea. A little bottle of coffee flavoring, like syrup, because maybe he wants to put vanilla in there. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, I bet he hasn't tried it. I bet not. I bet not. <laughs> no, why are you getting, what are you getting admin assistant? Okay. We're all talking. You and I are the two employees in the office. We're each tossing in $20. Okay. Yeah. What are we, what are we getting? Admin assistant Frankenstein. Oh yeah. Office manager. What are we getting office manager Frankenstein together? Well, I think the the relationship between an employee and an office manager is one that's that's sacred and important mm-hmm. and so personal. So mm-hmm. like I feel like we could get away with like if we had a fun fact about mm-hmm. Frankenstein, like office manager Frankenstein is actually like loves a good romance novel. Oh yeah. We get like a box set or a series of romance yes. novels for, you know, when Frankenstein goes Frankenstein's monster goes on vacation and is like, I just need to relax. Yes, I think that's a really cute one. And I think that Frankenstein's monster is making a Starbucks run every day at 2:30 on the dot. Oh yeah. So I think I think we are going to need to get a Frankenstein's monster a uh like a Starbucks gift card. Yeah, I was going to say or the one where I mean, I don't know if they're doing this right now in the um in the pandemic, but I know there was a whole thing where like, if you had a Starbucks reusable mug, it would, you'd get free ref- You get like a discount on your refill or something like that. Good idea. Cause they used to have that one and I don't think they do, but years ago, remember it would be like a mug and it would be like $170. It was really expensive. But then for, for six weeks you would get unlimited free drinks in there. Yeah. Like I, I feel like something like you get something for Frankenstein's monster that they already are part of the loyalty program, but it, it increases like their points faster or it's a savings yeah. of something that they do every day that will make them feel oh, joy yeah. every time they see it. I think Frankenstein's monster would love uh, an admission into a coffee club. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, but here's the thing. If they love Starbucks, do they actually want any coffee that's not Starbucks? No, but I mean, like, whatever, you know, because I know... Oh, sorry, like a loyalty program. I was thinking, like, a subscription service where they get sent other coffee. No, I love that thought, too, but I don't think... 
I don't. I think Frankenstein's monster loves the ritual of going to Starbucks, of getting the drink. I don't think it's making it at home. Right, exactly. And in some yeah. ways, if you were to give them something that was better coffee than Starbucks, it seems like you're looking down on Starbucks. Yeah, and I don't think Frankenstein's monster even has like a great appreciation for coffee. I think they're getting like like the caramel macchiato creme brulee latte. Yes, you totally. And I think also uh, you can't do the math because I think they go to Starbucks in the morning and then always at 2.30 on the dot. Mm -hmm. And you're like, are they spending $12 a day on Starbucks? You can't think about it. Now, let me hit you with something for a second because I fully agree with this assessment. But is Frankenstein's monster going to Starbucks or are they a Dunkin' Donuts? I, I do think they're a Starbucks. I do think they're a Starbucks. And I see where your brain is thinking. I see that. But I think something about Starbucks is a little um, classier. And it's green. I See, this is why I was was feeling, it's like, of course they go to Starbucks because they go to the green one. Like now, I think that Dunkin', and you know I love, uh, you know I like a Dunkin' too. Mm-hmm. But I think that Dunkin', I think that Dunkin' is the working man's coffee. Oh, it's 100%. America runs on Dunkin'. America runs on Dunkin', but this office runs on Starbucks. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, this I, haunted I house runs this on haunted house. I think that also, like, um, Dunkin', you're not getting the, like, really exotic drinks. Like, I think Dunkin' sometimes will be like, we have something new. It's coffee with a little pumpkin spice in it. But you go to Starbucks and, like, recently I got a pistachio latte. Like they're trying new things. And I think, I think Frankenstein's monster likes that. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that, yeah, Duncan is best when you don't try to mess with the the basics. Like their iced coffee is so good. It's, it's perfect. If you're rolling in being like, I like a black coffee or a plain iced coffee and I want a simple donut. Yeah. You're a Duncan person, but I don't think that's who Frankenstein's monster is. Yeah, interesting. But I do think that there would be a certain appreciation for the absolute abominations that Dunkin' Donuts comes up with every once in a while. Like. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they're, like, like, they're like, we make iced coffee, we make regular coffee, and for right now, strawberry shortcake, hot chocolate, frappuccino, where we ground in a piece of cake. And you're yeah, like, right, exactly. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> We took a donut and we just blended it. <laughs> Put a little bit of milk in it. We blended it. It's called a culotta. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. Yeah. Culottas um, always look like they're going to be really good and they taste like ass. Horrible. They're horrible. <laughs> um, I like, I love sweet stuff and, and a Dunkin' Donuts blended drink is a lot for me. I also think though, not to get it back to Frankenstein's monster, the, the topic at hand... <laughs> But I think Frankenstein's monster loves a deal. Mm. Like, I think Frankenstein's monster loves a deal. And I think the Frankenstein's monster loves like, uh, like a happy hour loves like two for one loves a 50 star day, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like a BOGO kind of sale. Yeah. And I think the the deal that Frankenstein's monster likes is not necessarily actually a good deal. It's a perceived good deal. Yes. You know, that, cause, cause you know what, on the way home, that monster is opening up the Target Cartwheel app to mm. see what the deals are. They're stopping at TJ Maxx. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, I think Frankenstein's monster, yes, spends more money than they would have if they hadn't been shopping because there's a deal. And, yeah. and Frankenstein's monster often falls for the sunk cost fallacy. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I think that's kind of canon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. I'm just imagining Frankenstein's monster. You're like dishing about some office gossip and Frankenstein's monster as they're typing with long acrylic nails being like, tell me about it. I cannot believe what Wolfman said. <laughs> I mean, I think Frankenstein's monster is fun. Mm-hmm. But I'm, just, I'm saying, like, if it's if if there's a deal that's like buy one get one half off, Frankenstein's monster is buying three. Oh yeah, for sure. You know? Because it's a sound and investment. Use that kind of shampoo. <laughs> right, right, totally. I think Frankenstein's monster also is the type of person who always keeps the shampoo from the hotels that they visit. Yeah. Yeah, in a little bag, and some of it is like clearly from like 2000. Yeah, right. Exactly. They've got like a like the equivalent of like a wine cellar of aged yeah. <laughs> shampoo. It's from Hyatt's. You go to Frankenstein's monster's house. There's also so many wooden signs with inspirational quotes or like sassy quotes. I think Frankenstein's monster is a part of Hyatt rewards. Uh, <laughs> what do you think Frankenstein? Okay. All right. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so we work at haunted mansion. Yes. Me, you, Dracula's our boss. Frankenstein's monster is the office manager. And for shits and giggles, let's just say Werewolf runs accounting. Yeah, Werewolf Joe. Werewolf Joe runs accounting and is, you know, kind of the least like one in the office. What are those three monsters' uh, desktop backgrounds? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Frankenstein's monster uses the... I mean, we're clearly, if we're working in a haunted house, I think we're pretty, you know we're pretty backwards in that. Like we're, we're not using Macs. I think it's no. a keyword. this is a PC office. Oh yeah. Old PC. Yeah. Um, I think that Frankenstein's monster is one of two different things. Mm-hmm. It is either the like default background that comes with windows yeah. <laughs> or it's like a Pinterest board threw up into tiles it's like it's a composite photo you know the photos that are made up of other photos of like them and dr frankenstein it's maybe like a picture of them and dr frankenstein and what and bride of frankenstein like a family photo but made up of a lot of individual family photos and a a picture of his niece yeah right exactly (laughs) frankenstein's niece yeah the niece of frankenstein Yeah. (laughs) yeah 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 Uh, I think Wolfman's is some nerd shit, you know, it's like a really specific like aircraft from a Star Wars movie. Oh, I was going to say it's, it's a SpaceX logo. (laughs) (laughs) It's just Elon Musk. Yeah, I think it is. I think, I think Wolfman Joe's a big Elon Musk fan. Yeah, right. Exactly. Wolfman, Wolfman was not, is on Reddit. But was not one of the people who bought GameStop and now is like trying to get into it, but it's already over and they've he's just gonna lose money on the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the moon. Um now what do you think Dracula's is? Now here's a question. Mm-hmm. Can Dracula use a computer? Well, but like they can't use mirrors. Yeah. They can't use like I'm wondering if they found a loophole. I mean, it's in night mode. Yeah, he can only use the computer in night mode. If he uses it in day mode, it burns his eyes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why Dracula doesn't really get Zoom. Like, working remote for the haunted house has been really hard because he's not used to mirrors, but he can video chat. 
Yeah, right. But it's always kind of under chin and you should get the fangs. <laughs> yeah, it's always like... <laughs> I mean, I guess that was a visual for you because I forgot we're recording a podcast. Yes. yes. <laughs> can you see me? <laughs> and it's like... You, I can you hear like, all of you. <laughs> I think something is wrong with my sound. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're yelling, turn up the... Bo- Dracula. <laughs> yeah. He always joins on this phone for some reason. <laughs> And you can tell he's on a walk. Like, you can hear him. Like, he's not on mute. And he's like, hello. (laughs) Like, go inside. I'm taking a walking meeting. (laughs) I've been on the call since seven. (laughs) Oh, How are you doing, Dracula? Living the dream. (laughs) Uh, wait, what is Dracula's background? We didn't decide this. Well, so I think Dracula... So, as we're building up this fiction of Dracula, I think Dracula is one of the people who act, who could have been given a laptop or he has a computer, but he always is trying to do the, like, uh, like the Surface tablet with that docks into a... Like, the tablet yeah. that docks into a mouse yeah. and keyboard so that he could be on the go yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So, And he uses the, like, stylus on it so i think it is it's more of like a like a phablet kind of phone background on there yeah and i think it's just one quote yeah it's like always darkest before the dawn but like one motivational quote and it's it's like a very cliche one yeah but it's funny if it is darkness it's always darkest before the dawn is because like that's the forbidden time where he gets to be it's outside. Information, it's a warning. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> when it gets too dark, you need to go inside. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, should we do another card? <laughs> Let's maybe do one more card. Yeah. As a reminder, folks, this is available at nowronganswersgame.com. <laughs> we have a special promo code for you if you want to buy the game. Uh, it is pod pod 10 the number 10 one zero pod 10 and you'll get 10 percent off your order we'll also put it in the description of this week's episode so. yeah grab it there but i also think that what we're doing right now is a good example of how we imagine this game is going to be played and the, the quote bc i'm so i'm so in love with this go, go on well so because i think the point is not I mean, you, you're the, turning to the camera you're being like thanks for joining paula for those of you just tuning in <laughs> yeah it's somewhere between qvc and a pledge drive <laughs> yes. it's like for ten dollars you'll get a tote bag <laughs> i want to be in the back like taking calls yeah exactly but i think the we we sometimes joke that the word game is strong for what we're for what these are they're conversation cards but it is a game and i think the point is you could play it however you want and i'm going to name off a couple different ways that i've seen it played or have played it one is exactly what we're doing where it just starts a conversation and it's not a conversation guide it's a conversation starter so like yeah maybe it starts with dracula but then now we have this rich narrative fiction of the haunted house and all these various places or i've played i did um i played this with coworkers at a happy hour as well and just because that's where we start the conversation doesn't mean that's where we end it you don't have to come back to it it's just to to kick it off it's also a drinking game i've had some friends tell me that they played it where whoever gave the best answer got to keep the card and then they saw who many whoever got 
the most cards like won the night, quote unquote. Oh, that's fun. I do have a friend who's a teacher who uses this uh, to like kick off class Zoom meetings. Yeah. So however you want to play is correct. There's no wrong answers in no wrong answers. I also will say there are other conversation decks out there, but this is not like those. Like, I feel like, no offense to those games, a lot of those games are to get you to think deep thoughts or perhaps questions you've heard before. And uh, unless you are or live with Josh or me, you probably have not heard any of these questions before. But in the situations where you're very close in our lives, like we've probably screamed them in your face and you have a good answer that you should share with the world. You should have a good answer by now. (laughs) Should I pick a card? Pick one more? So this next one's a Mount Rushmore, which means that what's your top four? So what is your Mount Rushmore? Pick your top four of bread-based foods. Here we go. (laughs) No, I know we've had a, we had an episode on bread or gluten or something like that, but carbs, that's what it was. But yeah, bread-based foods, Mount Rushmore. Okay, well, the first one that comes to my brain is bread bowl. Really? And I don't even usually eat a bread bowl. But something about, like, a bread bowl, I just want it represented. Yeah, I mean, so I guess the question is, what is our thesis of what makes Mount Rushmore? Is it... Ways that bread-based foods are innovative. In which case, bread as a bowl, genius, has to be recognized. Taste yeah. good? No, maybe that doesn't go on the... <laughs> no, it does taste good. It's just in comparison. Sure. You're maybe not grabbing a bread bowl on the go with no soup. Yeah, sure. I think that to me... Now, there's no wrong answers, as the game says. I think that to me... Uh, the Mount Rushmore is kind of our four categories mm. and then the top of each of those. Like you couldn't say like croissant, chocolate croissant, almond croissant, blue croissant. Like you couldn't say that. Blue croissant? I didn't think of it. I hope you didn't hear that. <laughs> but like, oh, uh, well, obviously we need a breakfast one on there and my vote would probably be a, a croissant. Do you know Interesting. What I mean? Interesting, because I also think of it, I think about Mount Rushmore is versatile because it just depends on how you're setting it up, right? Because right. it could be, yes, this is like the the rulers of each individual kingdom of the types of bread-based foods. Or alternatively, if you were like top croissants, it's types of croissants as opposed to like, you could just be like top four tastiest things. It doesn't matter what the category is. Like you're not like in sports, it's like just because a team, like it's the top four records, not the top four, like the ones that won their division. Right, 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 right. Yes, totally. Um, bread bread bowl. I think bread bowl is a strong answer because it's just so different than everything else. Representing something that nothing else is. Yeah. Yeah. And that also is like our sourdough. Yes, true. A sourdough bread bowl, if we can put that modifier on it, I think is a, that covers all of those kinds of like, We've like, I've passed on this mother in my family for however many years. Yes, I completely agree. Now, this might be a controversial pick, but but Dracula's coming. <laughs> bread pudding slaps. Oh, because I think 
because what I'm thinking of is it's a bread-based food. It's not bread in itself. It's a bread-based food. It's so, basically just like bread you can eat with a spoon. That's true. That's true. That's true. And it's not carbs. It's bread-based foods. Mm-hmm. Okay, so bread pudding, bread bowl. I do think we need a, a breakfast thing on there. Yeah. So a bread so if it's bread-based foods and not bread in and of itself, toast counts, but a slice of bread does not. Because is toast true. is a prepared piece of bread. It's a bread-based food. That is true. That is true. So so my vote for breakfast would be a toast, banana bread, or like a, a croissant, a bagel. So I think that uh, those, I think a bagel is a bread-based food and a croissant is a pastry and it's not a bread. It doesn't have a bread. There's not a bread texture. There's no yeast. I don't want to have this argument with you again. I don't want to have this argument with you every day. <laughs> it's not. It's a pastry. It's butter-based. I know I said bagel, but I'm revoking bagel because I think a bagel is too close to a bread bowl. What? Well, they're both <laughs> hefty breads that are a vessel for a different food. Uh, but uh, my brain is breaking. What if we agree on hot buttered toast? <laughs> I think, well, but so that's the thing. It's iconic. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's, yeah, it's iconic. It's delicious. Hot buttered toast. Yeah. Hot buttered toast is as opposed to cold buttered toast. Well, you know, yeah, like a little hot that the or or I could go with peanut butter toast. I think hot buttered toast because we don't want to, you know, like from a from an allergy perspective, I wouldn't want to mm, put our yeah, name on something where there's Absolutely. Not everyone likes peanut butter. Everyone likes butter. Okay, so we have bread bowl, sourdough bread bowl. We have an old-fashioned bread pudding. Mm -hmm. We have hot buttered toast. <laughs> the OG. The OG, and now you get one more. Of a bread-based food. Not bagel. So, okay, here's a question. Does a sandwich count as a bread-based food? No. Really? If we're not counting a croissant as it, no, but th they're completely different. <laughs> I think I think same. No, I'm so different. Because it would be like a whole thing, you know. Then it's like, well, hot dog, you know. That, but you don't like you're eating a sandwich for the insides. The bread is like complimentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like this is like a bread. I mean, a banana bread. I could look at that. I could look that in the eye and feel good about it. Yeah, yeah. That's a strong answer. Could I say babka? How the hell are you coming out here saying babka and I couldn't say croissant? Well, because they're 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 fun. Uh, you know, that one is babka. like a babka is a brioche dough, which is a type oh, of it, bread. I will let you say brioche. Babka is a cousin to bread pudding. We cannot cook. Yeah, I guess it's a bread cutting pudding that you don't eat with a spoon. Because yeah. <laughs> it's swirled. Is that why? I'll I'll go with a brioche though. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, it is the king of breads. Um, what about? Um, hmm, I'm like going through all of Great British Bake Off in my head and trying to think of all of the best breads. You know, maybe it is brioche. Maybe it is brioche. Okay, let's go with brioche, and then and then you can text me at three thirty in the morning when you shoot up out of bed and you realize it's something else. Yeah. All the other parts of a club sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Um, can we end on one more? Yeah, sure. 
Josh, can I read this one? It's one of my other favorite ones. Sure. What are three situations that jazz hands would actually make worse? What I like about this card is it acknowledges that jazz hands mostly makes things better. Yes. We can think of we can think of one each. We don't have to go all three. Sure, 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 sure. A sitting still contest. Very. Yep. Yep. I think that is true. Um, yeah. See, what I'm thinking of is like delivering bad news, but at the time, but to some extent, it does make it better. <laughs> we deliver bad news, but do jazz hands. Yeah, yeah. Like listeners, close your eyes, open your eyes, picture this. Your financial investor actually screwed you over and you have no funds in your accounts anymore. <laughs> it, it did make me feel a little bit better. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like doing it via a puppet instead yeah. of doing it. Via... <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you were like shackled to something... <laughs> It yeah. would just hurt. You know what I mean? It would just yeah. hurt. And similarly, if you were kidnapped. Yeah. If you were kidnapped, I think Jazz Hands would like make your captors more angry. Yeah, right. Totally. I'm like, imagine recording one of those um those videos where you're <laughs> if you've got today's paper and they're like trying to send it for ransom and you're just like have today's paper. You're like, if you don't send oh, dollars, they will kill me. And if <laughs> you're just, your hands are going through the whole thing. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us for a very special episode this week. That we thought was going to be 10 minutes, but I think it is just about the length of a normal episode. Yeah, right. Exactly. We did the exact same amount of recording. Uh, if you all want a copy of your own for No Wrong Answers, if you would like to gift a copy to somebody else, head on over to our website, nowronganswersgame.com. Make sure you use the promo code POD10, all lowercase. All upper, it doesn't matter. It can be, it's all doesn't uppercase. Matter. doesn't matter any case you want and get 10% off. Um, and we really appreciate everyone's support. You know, the only reason that we can do a second printing of this is because we completely sold out our first printing. Um, so we really, we really appreciate everybody. Yeah. Thank you so much. And as always, you can reach out to us at being earnest pod on all social media or being earnest pod at gmail.com. And if you played no wrong answers, if you bought no wrong answers and you have examples of how you've played it, um, we'd love testimonials. Send us uh, oh, God, testimonials yeah, of, of what you thought of it or fun stories of answers that people gave because that uh, that really helps us. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a good week. Bye.